Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Down to the pitch to talk soccer and City SC with Taylor Twelman. This is Talking with Twelman on 101 ESPN, presented by Together Credit Union. Together Credit Union, the City SC Visa credit card is exclusively available at TogetherCU.org. Welcome back. It's Balloon Party from by Manganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, and it is our pleasure to welcome Together Credit Union, presenting our guest every Tuesday here on Balloon Party. Taylor Twelman. Morning, Taylor. Tim, how are you, pal? I'm wonderful. How weirded out were you that you sent me a text at 3.58 this morning and then you got a response like 15 minutes later? That had to surprise you. You had to think, what is this guy, some kind of bat? <laughs> no, I actually called the cops and said you're a serial killer. <laughs> Here it is. We can use that for a promo. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, very accommodating, by the way. He's traveling, and he, he he's he's fitting us in here to the schedule, and we, we certainly appreciate it. When I was watching that game on Saturday night, I'm like, I can't wait to see what your analysis of this one was because I felt like it was a different set of circumstances than obviously, at least I think it was obviously, than the loss in, in Seattle. But at the same time, I felt like at the half, man, uh, are they fortunate to just be sitting there in a, in a tie because it was Roman Berkey keeping them in the game and then 11 minutes into the second half, holy crap, they've, they've got a lead. So what was your analysis of what we saw, uh, in particular in the first half, and then we'll get to get into get into the second half? Well, first off, it's difficult to play there. Uh, yeah. High altitude, it's difficult to play the type of system that Bradley Carnell, Lutz Von and Shield want to so it just It is. It's factually been that way. Throughout all of sports, it's not just a soccer issue, but having played in Denver multiple times, it's just different. So you've got to adjust to that. But my biggest takeaway was this is why Lutz Fonenstiel banged on the drum of Roman Berkey of spending real money, big-time money, more than anyone has spent on a goalkeeper in MLS history. And so when you look at it and say, listen, if Roman Berkey can be that kind of goalkeeper, then you're going to be able to steal results. Mm Mm-hmm in games that you probably shouldn't have. And that's the power of having a big-time goalkeeper. It's kind of similar to the listeners out there that aren't really affluent with soccer. It's no different than a Stanley Cup playoffs when you get a goaltender standing on its head. He can take you a long place in places that maybe you shouldn't go in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's similar to what a soccer goalkeeper can do. They have a little bit more of an impact in possession in different avenues. But the biggest takeaway was Roman Berkey, the most expensive goalkeeper, kind of earned his paycheck. And then when you do get a goal and you're up, you're saying, wait a minute here. You could actually steal three points on the road. But I think justifiably they didn't get three points in that game. They didn't deserve it. 
Okay, this is this is interesting. Number one, I was going to ask you about the analogy on a Stanley Cup playoff NHL goalie. So you've taken that right out of my hands. Very disappointing, but at the same time, I tip my cap. <laughs> and then secondarily, you've played, and you've, I'm sure, played in front of goalkeepers who you know are on a heater and you know you can trust, and you've probably had the other side of it, not necessarily naming names, where you're like, man, if we don't come through, we don't necessarily have a guy back there who can do it or who's playing with confidence. So what does that do for the guys playing in front of them when you have a goalkeeper playing like Berkey was playing in your career what was your experience with that yeah it's a great question honestly tim because when you look at roman berkey's post-game quotes that's where he's he's selling me because when you have the kind of experience that roman berkey had it's real leadership in big pressure situations he was unhappy you could see it throughout the game and i think that's the most disappointing part to that is when you are when, when you're a teammate of a goalkeeper that's on a heater that's standing on his head Tim, you want to deliver. You you want to make sure, one, you leave with a shutout in a clean sheet, and two, if you're up a goal, or two, you want to leave with three points. They did neither of those. And so that's where I think being in those situations, you're disappointed in yourself because you're almost looking at it saying, we kind of wasted a, a big-time performance. Now, on the other hand, you could say, well, Taylor, that's wrong. They still got a point in a difficult place to play. And, and I could agree with you on that aspect. I've gone up against goalkeepers, Tim, that have stood on their head, that I've hit balls upper 90 and the goalkeeper's got a touch on it, and that becomes equally frustrating because now you're like, I've got to be inch perfect Mm. with everything I do. And fortunate enough for Colorado, Barrios was on the near post, but I just think this gives the group in St. Louis a ton of confidence knowing that Roman Berkey could single-handedly steal three points for them when they need it. But I think the bigger concern is what do they look like without Zhao Klaus? Yeah, that's certainly uh, where I was going next, as a matter of fact. Uh, what is your analysis of the status? And also, what do you think the team looks like and how it alters that strategy uh, without him? I think the biggest X factor for this team, when you look at just the roster, just the team, is depth. And I think there's a little bit of a concern that if you lose a Leuven, a Klaus, there may not be enough there. Now, the rumor is that Adoniran's going to be moved on to a loan somewhere in the USL, so I don't know if you'll see him play in the Open Cup game tonight. He's your natural, what they thought, I think, preseason to be the backup to that, but Joe Keeney's been pretty good. I know Alm can play as a false nine, vertical nine, however you want to uh, phrase it, but the point is this. Klaus is your reference point. He's gotten them out of tricky situations, being able to play off of him. Great, fantastic first touch, holding the ball with his back to goal. While he hasn't scored a goal in a while, I think that's part of the the understated part to him. Now, the rumor is it's only two to three weeks. But again, Tim, this team doesn't have a ton of wiggle room or rope, so to speak, to give themselves you know a two, three-game run where they aren't at their best. They've got to find a way to get points along the way so it's going to be very interesting from my point of view what this team looks like with one of their biggest names in best players in the game. Taylor Twelman with us here on 101 ESPN, brought to you by Together Credit Union. He's with us every Tuesday here on Balloon Party, and that leads me into this question. They have a game tonight, and this might be something uh, that uh, you're making reference to. You've got some depth question marks, and now you have a game 
in the U.S. Open Cup taking on Union Omaha. Number one, how do they handle this game? How does this play out as you're also in the middle of your your regular season with MLS? And then secondarily, um, give people in St. Louis who might be going, hold on a second, they're playing a game, but this isn't the ML- what this is all about because St. Louis actually has some some history with this. Yeah, I mean, the Open Cup's the longest um, tournament in America of all sports. It's been around over 100 years, and it's uh, uh, self-gratifying, uh, the fact that it's the only thing I won. I may have played in eight finals. I lost seven of them, but the one I did lose was the Open Cup finals. Nice. And, um, it's, a, it's a big tournament, and it's honestly a great place to play guys that are on the bubble. Not saying you're giving up the game. Not saying that you don't care about it. But on some level, you've got to see players in pressure situations, especially at home in front of City Park. Who can you count on that may be on the outside looking in and your first choice 11? And so that becomes very interesting. In saying all of that, City doesn't have 25 players that can play in a first-team game either. So I I don't know how they do this, Tim. I really don't. I'm as intrigued as anyone of what Bradley Carnell and Lutz Fondenstiel look at this and say – this is what we want to get out of the Open Cup. But mark my words, next Tuesday when you and I talk, I guarantee you if there's one or two players that traditionally haven't started or gotten a ton of time and they impress, that's actually more of a success than winning the game. Mm-hmm. If you get both, even better, because then the next Open Cup game, you're still building the depth, but they've got to get some answers on some players that they don't know a lot about tonight. Uh, final question for you. Of course, uh, many are used to seeing you uh, giving your national perspective, global perspective, really. And uh, the U.S. has appointed Matt Crocker as the next sporting director. People may be familiar with him from his uh, head of development teams in the Southampton director of football operations uh, for more than 25 years of experience in player development. What are your thoughts on this move by the U.S.? Uh, first one, I'm uh, I'm extremely pleased with the move because it's out of the circle for so long u.s soccer has been inside the circle it's been referred to as a boys club it's been referred to as nepotism however you want to look at it we need fresh minds fresh thoughts fresh eyes and this is one of them now matt's success i think is less with southampton and it's more so about creating the quote-unquote culture in the english fa the english fa had a real struggle with some of the best players that FA has ever seen, with Stephen Gerrard, Frank Lampard, David Beckham, Wayne Rooney, and yet Gareth Southgate came in along with Matt Crocker, and they changed that. And that is where this is going to be had. Now, for the listeners that haven't paid attention as closely as I have, at Southampton, Matt wanted to bring in Jesse Marsh. And Matt desperately wanted to bring in a style that would punch above their weight. He felt that Jesse Marsh would be that guy. They couldn't come to an agreement. So naturally, everyone says, oh, well, Matt's in charge. So now Jesse Marsh is going to be the natural hire. I'm not there yet, but I will say that reading the tea leaves, Jesse Marsh is at the forefront of Matt's mind, I'm sure, of leading this team. But I think there's going to be a few big names that are going to be interviewed from Matt and from U.S. Soccer because I think with this World Cup in your backyard, you need to really look at all options. And that's Jose Mourinho, Patrick Vieira, and anyone and everyone else that wants to be. You have to do your due diligence. Matt will do so. But all in all, I'm pleased because it's someone from the outside, and we need some fresh ideas 
and some fresh eyeballs on how to take this thing forward. There it is, Taylor Twelman, every Tuesday here on 101 ESPN, presented by Together Credit Union. Taylor, appreciate it. Thank you for making time. Know that you're uh, traveling, so we really appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. No problem. If the cops call you, my apologies. There it is. I don't blame you on that. There he is, Taylor Twelman with us here on 101 ESPN. Your thoughts are welcome. 314-399-9646. And once again, uh, the uh, game tonight is a game you can watch on Bleacher Report Football on YouTube. And this will take place at City Park as uh, the Doggies will take on Union Omaha, U.S. Open. There you go. That's what's taking place, Jackson. Love it. All right. There you go. Yeah, I get what he's saying. He's like, yeah, if somebody from like kind of the fringe emerges, then that's a win more so than winning the actual game. Not to say you don't want to win, but if somebody can show and then all of a sudden utilize them uh, going forward when you're taking on your regular MLS schedule, that would be great value in addition to trying to win the games. Of course, Taylor Twelman always enjoy his perspective every Tuesday here on Balloon Party. We have the Little Piddles half and half Little coming half and up half, to wrap up the program. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a big Little Piddles half and half guy it's next on 101 espn